0: I'm going to figure it out. I kind of like seeing what unfolds now. What's going to unfold?
1: What's going to unfold? Yeah,
0: that's that's my new dance. (laughs) I like
1: it. It's like the shimmy. What's going to unfold? My shimmy. (laughs) On this week's episode of Gritty Birds, we're getting to know Maya Manser. Maya is a pop artist and producer born and raised in the Pacific Northwest.
0: Honestly, what I'm excited about, I'm excited to put out this EP. A lot of it is... Um, Obviously, you have to really believe in what you're putting out. I very much so believe in this project more than anything I've done in the past. I I just feel so sure of it.
1: You're listening to KXRY Portland X-Ray FM 107.1 and 91.1. My name is Jenny Wren Stotrup. I'm an artist, producer, and podcaster based out of Portland, Oregon. Every week, I share a new story straight from the voice of a successful artist or industry professional. Want to know the secrets of the grittiest in music today? Stay tuned. This year marks the launch of big things for Seattle-based pop artist Maya Manser. This includes the release of her much anticipated EP. With a standout performance at Capitol Hill Block Party and a team including Frank Ocean producer Buddy Ross, she's getting noted fast.
0: So my name's Maya Manser, and um, I'm a singer and performing artist from Seattle, Washington. And um, what else to say? <laughs> what else to say? You know, I uh, I, tr- I go for making art for a living.
1: Maya was raised in Bend, Oregon, by a strong group of women.
0: Um, for a long time there, it was my grandmother, because my mom had to work so hard as a single parent. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of was my family life. And I have a little sister. So there's a lot of girls.
1: All the girls. A lot of female power. Yeah, that's a lot wonderful. of that. Maya and I met twice before we recorded our interview. It meant I got to know her personality and music a little deeper. We are both Scandinavian and share the same middle name, Mari. Maya has a great sense of humor and is equally capable of commanding an audience solo on piano or through her electric live show with bandmates James Squires and Kevin Lavitt. They have a good vibe and camaraderie. I've got um, James Squires, he's
0: playing the drums and he's also triggering tracks right now. Mm. Um, so that's been cool. Um, and let's see, I've got Kevin Lavitt and Kevin is on the keys. And then I am just, I used to play more piano and sing, but now I'm just singing and it feels pretty awesome. Cause I have like so much room to move around and I'm not stuck behind a thing. Um, so I really love doing that. And uh, um, I also do some live looping. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my band experience. And uh, I do have a funny story about me and James, like the way that we met <laughs> Basically put his name into my phone as James Squires, my drummer. Before he was my drummer. Before he was my drummer. And it
1: worked. It worked. He's now my drummer. And it's so funny. Maya Manser moved to Seattle five years ago.
0: What happened to me is I had a plan, a definite plan, up until I was like 21. And then after that, I couldn't really see anything. I was like... What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? I'm just walking around. What's gonna happen? That's basically the idea. <laughs> I'm making this stuff. What's gonna happen? Um, and that was the, that's kind of how I've been going about it. I've just
1: been like, part of me to like, don't want to jinx it. Before launching as a solo artist, she traveled extensively with Mary Lambert, following the success of Macklemore's Same Love. She got a taste of late-night talk shows and sold-out arenas.
0: Yeah, and I, I love Mary to Pieces. I'm forever going to love that that girl and the whole crew and everything. Um, we toured a lot together in the past. She's kind of been going through her own thing and some of her own um, growth and struggle. You know, just the ways of life, her, her own thing and stuff, and... Um, You know, I haven't really toured with her for a while now, but um, we've talked about maybe me still singing with her, um, but we'll see.
1: Um, I'm kind of, I'm really focused on my own solo stuff at the moment, so. Like many women in music, Maya has had some questionable experiences. She doesn't sugarcoat the challenge it evokes. You know what? there's a lot of hurdles
0: there's there's no I I can't I can't sugarcoat it there's no way to sugarcoat it um you don't get taken seriously a lot of the time and you have to prove a lot more than probably you know I hate I don't want to sound like you know yeah I would say you have to prove a lot more than um, that you are actually, like, talented or you know what you're talking about.
1: While she recognizes those challenges, she has a lot of confidence, something Maya credits to being raised by that strong core of women. Well, I I do got to say I was raised in, like, an all-female family. Really?
0: Yeah, so it was all women. And I think because of that, I sort of have, like, a—it's almost like I have, like, a film— Over, like, maybe sometimes talking to men, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, no, I'm going to tell you that I want it like this, you know? (laughs) So, and you're not, if you're not going to be okay with that, you're going to fight me about it. And we're going to fight it. And we're going to fight about it. (laughs) And no, you don't talk to me that way, you know? You know, my mom, she was always just
1: like, you got to fight for what you want. You got to do these things. Over the last year, Maya has been working on a new EP. She found a fortuitous partnership with Frank Ocean producer Buddy Ross.
0: Josiah! Well, Buddy Ross. <laughs> he goes by <laughs> Buddy Ross. A.K.A. Buddy Ross. He even has his own theme song. It's pretty hilarious. How'd you meet him? Oh, that's funny. I met him uh, through Ian. Ian is a drummer in Acid dung, Um, and he also has a label, record label called Freak Out records. I met Josiah through Ian and uh actually at a feminist art show. It was yeah. Yeah. So that was and I was like this cool this dude's cool.
1: <laughs> this dude's cool. This dude's so, cool.
0: Yeah. Um this experience has been amazing. So as we were talking about earlier how, you know, as a female, there's a lot of you can run into a lot of hurdles and just a lot of Because a lot of producers, um, all the crew, like a lot of your backing band, male, a lot of it, right? Like most of the time, Um, a lot of the times women are not encouraged to pursue music, like in these other directions, right? As being a producer, as being like a crew member, like, um, so it's, uh, it's not, yeah, so it's not very common, Um, but and so I've worked with some producers in the past and I've, you know, you have a lot of hurdles and, um, it's honestly been the opposite working with, uh, buddy Ross. He's just like super understanding. I mean, it was a sign of a true professional. It's like listening to me, respecting what I had to say. And it was just the most amazing experience. I couldn't ask for a better experience. And so I like definitely like, want to work with buddy
1: ross from like here on out the first single second skin came out a few weeks ago let's take a listen <music>
2: to feel something. Oh.
1: That was Second Skin by this week's artist, Maya Manser. You're listening to Gritty Birds on X-Ray FM. Maya just released the first single off her upcoming EP. Uh, What happened with the recent
0: single is that's just premiered. So it just premiered and it will be officially released October 21st. And we'll be putting out like a music video before then and doing all this stuff for it. And then there's going to be, then we're going to be like basically releasing each single after that but like I like calling it unlocking each single personally but yeah that's kind of the idea so the full thing won't be out though until uh, the beginning of next year Mm -hmm. that's how long it will take yeah so Maya
1: describes the shoot for her video second skin as intense I actually thought that I
0: almost was I, I thought I was going to get hypothermia during one of the shots. Like, And I'm not kidding. I'm not over-exaggerating by any means. Um, that We basically were in a... Uh, we were in this... So up in cedro Woolley Valley, there's um, this abandoned insane asylum. And near the insane asylum is a slaughterhouse. And, you know, that was kind of where the patients... Uh, would raise these animals until they were ready to be slaughtered, which in my head would drive me more crazy.
1: She directed and produced her first video, Hold Your Head Up. Maya credits it as a great experience, but found it freeing to work with a production team to build out her concept and vision for the new video.
0: Um, For this video and this project in particular, I actually had a really hard time with the the current single of making figuring out what I wanted to make for a video. Um, and so I worked with an amazing creative director Mackenzie Stone, and also my videographer, Brian O. Like, we all kind of worked together to uh, create this and make this effort. The one thing that we knew we needed to have was that there was going to be immense struggle. We wanted to showcase um, emotional struggle in the best way that we could without it being too narrative, too much of a narrative. So, it was going to be pretty abstract, but we wanted to be able to showcase that. That was the main focus, and it took us a really long time to, dis- to finally make a decision on what we were going to do. It, it, was qu- it was quite a process, but it's very hard to showcase that emotional struggle in a non-narrative way. Yeah.
1: Second Skin was shot over two days in multiple locations. So we were up there, and it's uh, such a beautiful spot. Like It sounds
0: terrifying, and it is at 2 a.m., for sure. It's gorgeous. It's just like all these catastrophic barns that are like falling in on themselves. And it's just beautiful. Yeah, we even had kids on set, which I didn't bring up. But we had kids in the slaughterhouse scene um, set. And they're real creepy. And that they're
1: little creepy, creepy things in the video. So the conditions for the shoot were extreme and brought up raw emotion for the artist as she was pushed to new physical limits. Um, And another location was me right in the
0: middle of a field at discovery park and they poured cold water they drenched me in cold water and I basically had to wander around a field um, in about 55 degree weather and that's where I was like now I know what cold is now I know what it is to be really cold like I, I you don't when you realize that heat and warmth is such a luxury and it's it was just like whoa I I this was in no this was not in my capacity to know like this type of cold and how how much I take like being warm and having warmth for granted and so it was just like a huge realization point there I mean it was just like 20 minutes of filming but it was intensely cold like to where I was shaking and I couldn't even I couldn't even move like my limbs stopped wanting to work you know because it's just so cold because it's cold water and there's wind chill and it's 55 degrees so it it's 55 doesn't sound that bad but it was because there's no sun <laughs> because the sun was going down so it was it was pretty hardcore um and then later that night we filmed the rest of it in. uh we did a bunch of underwater shots and a swimming pool.
1: So that was, yeah, it was a lot, a lot of stuff going on. Keep your eye out for the second skin video coming soon. As Maya has grown in music, she's also found a deeper tie to her authentic voice as an artist. Okay, I was with someone in the past and they told me they were not
0: the best person in the world that I was ever with, it was actually quite bit terrible but um what they did tell me what I did learn from this person was they just told me they're like in my in my past songs. so this isn't for like the new stuff but in my past songs they, they're just like I feel like you're not really saying what you mean and I actually took that to heart and I was like at first I was like what do you mean I'm saying I'm saying what I mean you know like I got like really defensive then I thought about it and I was like actually I'm not I'm not saying what I mean I'm not like emotionally becoming vulnerable in my songs to the extent that I could and um once I actually just let go and just streamline like wrote everything out of what I really meant to say the songs became so much more meaningful for me who would have known wow you know like it, it was and then you you just sing it every time you sing it it's it's always gonna feel really good because you can you're like I wrote these lyrics and I was really feeling it and I'm never gonna forget that how do you start off a song changes every time most of the time I like to write the lyrics first lyrics have to come first and then I create the melody like I I see what kind of melody flows with those lyrics um sometimes what happens is I write the hook first and then I have like these ideas for like verse melody and I have to write the lyrics around that but I, I hate when I do that <laughs> I get so mad at myself I'm like why'd you do that because now I have these expectations that I have to fill and I have to write these lyrics around it I'm like but I don't want them to be contrived and like I don't know not to f- just like
1: vague and weird performing for Maya is cathartic it's a process of release. How are you able to create the emotional boundaries to go to those places and not go home and cry?
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> you let it out. You let it out on stage. And, like, I'm releasing it all there. I'm releasing my pain and sometimes anger. Or I, I'm a, I'm releasing those emotions on stage. And um, I make a point to really... saying what I mean.
1: Um, And it takes out a lot of energy. Early in 2016, Maya released a 15-minute long instrumental called Three Remain. It was created for the T.L. Dance Collective and allowed her to explore music in a new way. This is the second part of the piece. You might recognize the voices of the Kardashian clan. She described it to me as disturbing but relevant to our times. That was the second part of Maya Manser's Three Remain, written for the TL Dance Collective in early 2016. Currently, Maya is based out of Seattle. She's found that it's gotten tougher there in recent years. I feel like it's just getting so expensive there to
0: live that it's, and I mean, it's the same thing. It's It's like everybody knows it, but it just makes me really mad.
1: (laughs) I get really, really mad, enraged about the whole concept. She has found herself naturally adapting. It's part of who she is. Maya has grit. I'm pretty scrappy. Like, I can be pretty scrappy and figure out ways to
0: make things, make life happen (laughs) for lower prices. Um, But, I mean, you have to work constantly. I work all, like, it's a lot. You have to work a lot. There's no way around it. Like, you can pretend like you don't, like you don't work a lot, but everybody has to.
1: Maya loves the Northwest, but is concerned about the future of the arts in light of massive changes. That's not a breeding ground for art in any way, which makes me really sad
0: because I think there's a lot of amazing art and artists that come out of Seattle, um, and Portland. Yeah. Right. So, um, to raise the prices that high, it just doesn't, um, it's not beneficiary in any way for culture or for
1: art. I mean, they kind of go together. So... After spending the last 25 years in the Pacific Northwest, Maya is open for a change of scene. It feels like a natural progression to her. I know that you have, like, you guys have talked in the past about moving down to L.A. I Building am it. so
0: ready to move down to L.A. I'm stoked. I need a change.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want the change. I kind I grew up in Bend, uh, which is the desert, and I don't mind going back to the desert. It's going to be hot, but... <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm kind of excited. I think there's kind of a I know so many people who are moving to L.A. actually. And I think L.A. is kind of like, stop, stop. (laughs) But, you know, it's like basically the same price as Seattle. It's almost the same. Why not move there? It's kind of where I'm at. So
1: one thing to note about Maya Mansur is how humble and gracious she is. We didn't record the first time we met. Instead, we had an off camera heart to heart she knows how to read energy and how to protect her own. The second interview nearly didn't happen as she was fighting vocal fatigue. It really stood out to me that she made the interview work out despite this. It wasn't surprising then to hear her advice for artists coming up. Number one, be genuine. That's one of the
0: biggest things. Be very genuine to what you want to be making. I think that's like, for anybody, continue <laughs> to be genuine, right? Even if you're like an older older artists like doing your thing like doesn't matter continue to stay real um other thing is like if you're trying to make connections you just gotta gotta go out to the shows and you gotta hustle like you're not sitting in your bedroom like making your cool tunes like that's not gonna (laughs) you Uh, might be but i mean it could maybe get somewhere but like go out and talk to people and meet people it's so much more inspiring also and different mediums of art go to different kinds of art shows not just like music shows go to dance shows go to theater go see art shows you know like uh, visual art shows there's it's like then you create this whole branch um like tree more more like a tree it's not just a branch but you create a whole tree of like networks that are just like oh my god i have all these amazing friends now and like we can all help each other out in these different ways like oh now i know this choreographer or maybe he needs music for this dance project he's doing you know oh now i am really great friends with this awesome visual artist and maybe they want voice lessons. I don't know, you know, like you you never know and you just help each other because the last thing you wanna do to each other in this business is make it harder on each other.
1: Maya has noticed that competition can often divide communities, even women. Her final thoughts? Let's amplify. Wow, do we sometimes make it
0: harder on each other. I've, I've noticed it sometimes with like women in the industry is like sometimes we're like trying to make it harder on each other there's a lot of competitive nature and it makes me really bummed out Cause like it's already a difficult industry it's already difficult on us as women and then we're trying to make it even harder on each other like women against women it's like why we need to amplify yeah yeah we gotta, we gotta stand up together we gotta like be our each other's friends I just, I can't stand that. That's the one thing. If you are a young female musician, don't focus on competing with your other young female musicians. We have to help each other out. My name is Maya Manser, and you're listening
1: to Gritty Birds on X-Ray FM. Thanks for tuning in to Gritty Birds on X-Ray FM, 107.1 and 91.1. We're a podcast, so check back on Thursday for its release on all your favorite podcast networks, including a video from Maya's Ace Hotel show a few weeks ago with Chaprice. You can find me on socials at G-R-I-T-T-Y-B-I-R-D-S. Gritty Birds has just started a push for support. We launched an amazing video a week ago in partnership with videographer Tyler Bertram. My Patreon account is up and running, and I'm setting a goal of $200 a month by the end of 2016. Let's help each other. P.S. iTunes Reviews, iTunes Reviews. See you again next week with a special preview episode of Next Northwest Rock for Rockwood event featuring the Thermals, Emily Wells, and the Waddles Boys and Girls Club. Till next time. Yeah.